0: what is up you beautiful people you know what time it is welcome back to another episode of the built on bitcoin podcast Where we're recovering everything going on in the stacks ecosystem and today i have kelly cambry on the podcast kelly is the co-founder and ceo of wallio which is powered by blue studios what is that they are currently in the Stax Accelerator, but what they're building is a crypto wallet for families to come together and learn and manage their assets as a unit. So there's a ton there to cover. There's an education piece. There's managing the piece. There's a DAO element. They have a learn-to-earn platform. They just, I mean... Until I saw their website and how much they've already done, I was shocked that uh, I haven't seen this before. But they're a new entrant to the accelerator, and uh, yeah, they're they're coming from ETH, building on stacks now, and we cover a ton. We cover what does it take to build a good community? What are the elements that foster making people feel welcome and having that safe space to ask questions in a, a new, tough environment like trying to grok crypto? We also talk about her history as uh, more of a traditional finance person at uh, JP Morgan and what she finds so fascinating about crypto, among a bunch of other topics. So let me remove myself from this introduction and bring you into this conversation with the co-founder and CEO of Wallio, Kelly Cambry. Welcome to Built on Bitcoin. Kelly, it's it's good to have you on the pod today. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. Doing good. Thanks for having me.
0: It's it's my pleasure. We connected because Roger, who's he's been active in Citicoins pretty, pretty regularly.
1: Yeah.
0: And um I got to have him on the pod. He still hasn't made it yet, but he was like, <laughs> do you, do you want me to like connect you with people they are in the accelerator? Like there's tons of people building in there. And I was like, for sure. Yes, please yeah. do that. And so your name popped up. So it's, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to get you on today.
1: Yeah, no, it's a great community. And I know we'll talk a little bit about it, but it's, such a giving and, and warm and welcoming community. I've it's actually been quite a surprise <laughs> given how tech is usually uh, perceived. But yeah, Roger and everybody else has been really great.
0: Love it. I definitely, yeah, I definitely want to touch more on that. But mm-hmm. first, I'd love to just hear, because everyone finds crypto different ways. And mm-hmm. so I'd I love to hear your backstory of, of how you got into crypto, but maybe also first, what fascinates you most about what crypto offers
1: yeah so you know my background is from traditional finance and also computer science and for me um you know the fascinating thing about crypto is that it allows you to solve so many problems at the same time Um, so you have this intersection of tech if you're econ nerd it's so much to to play around with in terms of supply and demand And there's also obviously the fintech implications of it. And, you know, for and on a bigger scale, you know, we live in a world right now where so many people are questioning, you know, why are things the way they are? And more and more people every day are starting to reimagine the world we want to live in. And decentralization is a way to really reimagine what's possible for all of us. And so, you know, as a computer science and scientist and also a third gen entrepreneur, I love solving problems. Um, If you give me a problem, I love to try to fix it. Um, And I love making things that people need and want. And for crypto and Web3, it has a ton of technical challenges to solve. There's also a lot of incentives that can be aligned between, you know, creators and consumers and companies and consumers. And it just creates like a more fair ecosystem and it opens up a whole new world of opportunities. Um, so, you know, that I can go on about like market dynamics, you know, frictionless, <laughs> permissionless. Um, But again, it just allows you to build like a ton of amazing applications that I know are going to change the world. And for us, you know, we're focused on just reimagining what families can accomplish together and just excited about what a world with more mainstream adoption will look like.
0: Love it. Love it. Yeah, it's it's funny. Someone recently told me um, people, especially the millennials, are getting priced out of homes which is yes. like their very, their very like bottom need and has, has Maslow's hierarchy. Yep. And then being pushed into crypto. And then once you get into crypto, and you, you probably get into it for like the number go up aspect. But then once you get there, you see all the other downstream effects of what you just talked about through yeah. ownership and aligned incentives and all these different things. Yeah. Uh, and you're, like, it's once, you, once you see the world that way, it's hard to unsee it.
1: Yes. Yes. It's, if you're a matrix fan, it's like the same thing.
0: <laughs> yep. I I a hundred percent believe the matrix is a documentary and not just a movie like that. That movie speaks <laughs> so strongly to my soul. It's insane.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. I want to, I want to deep dive into your background a little bit before we get into what you're building now. And I was looking through your LinkedIn and I was, you could kind of see someone's trajectory in that, mm-hmm. in that, profile and you tell me if I'm wrong, but it seems like you're on somewhat of a traditional path. Yeah. Until you went to General Assembly. Mm-hmm. That seemed that seemed like a left turn from what you're doing <laughs> before that. Uh is that on on base? And and if so, what what went into that decision to kind of switch into General Assembly? Maybe tell people what that is.
1: Yeah, so as I mentioned, you know, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Um, my parents and my grandparents on both sides were entrepreneurs, so I grew up in a very hands-on learning environment, um, as a, in a production uh, studio and marketing agency. And you know, it was a place where my parents were like, "Hey, if you have an idea, just like do it, <laughs> figure it out yourself," which is um, you know a great way to to w- learn is by doing. And so for me. You know, I was um, doing well, like you said, in corporate on way to like SVP level at JP Morgan. But for me... You know, I really wanted to tap back into that entrepreneurial spirit, use the skills that I had gained all during those times around tech, computer science, and FinTech to really make the world a better place. And, um, you know, I had started um, getting into the General Assembly community by taking my own classes, right, and and getting up to speed on uh, different topics that I was interested in. And you know, they welcomed me into the community as a teacher initially. And so I started teaching classes, and you know, for me, working at General Assembly gave me an opportunity to really build the first versions of my startup with some capital, which is important, coming in the door while working on it. So it was just a, it was a great um, kind of transition for me, and it was such a great ecosystem and community because I was meeting so many cool people at General Assembly who were building so many interesting things, and I really, I really enjoyed my time there.
0: Love it. Love it. How do you this is coming to mind as as on the fly, but how do you feel about communities for people who are builders versus people who yeah. kind of like build, especially nowadays, like everyone's kind of in their home office. We work on Zoom. So it's easier than ever to kind of be siloed. And yeah. it, it could be it could be sometimes hard to find those communities. Yeah. Um how do you think about that of like whether it's the necessity of a community for founders to really have those ideas versus being kind of a solopreneur.
1: Oh my goodness. Um, Community is everything. Um, And in addition to us needing communities now more than ever, because everyone, you know, most of us tend to be separated from our families. We live in different cities. You're always moving to the next opportunity, and you know, this pandemic has taught people to really think through, like, who is who's in my circle, who do I consider family, who do I consider my best friends, um, and how do I think about how I spend my time with the people who matter to me the most? Um, and for me, I'm big on community building. Um, everything I've done, um, whether it was in my corporate career or you know my startup, my startup career has always been about like creating communities and just safe places for people to learn, grow, and just be the best versions of themselves. And I think that's exactly what communities do. They help you honestly reach your full potential. And um, we need it now more than ever with people being remote. You have to like force that community building now more than ever.
0: Totally. How do you, how do you feel about, how do you build a strong community it's a it's a big i know that's a hard question and it's like it's like the million dollar question right now because everybody especially web3 you know with things like tokens nfts they allow you to align incentives and also nfts can be like these uh they're almost like keys to a gateway to a community so as you hold nft you're part of it and as you sell it you exit it but we're yeah. seeing like everyone's trying to do that same thing. It can almost feel feel like the playbook is being hacked in some way. Like you see yeah. the Discord hacks, this kind of thing. How do you yeah. how do you think about building a genuine community?
1: Yeah, community building is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> it takes a lot of work, a lot of a lot of time, and you have to be very protective of your community. And you have to really set, like you say, the the tone and the stage for like what is going to be accepted versus not going to be accepted. And when you just set those like guardrails um, for communities to make them safe, they really just take on a life of their own. And that's exactly like what we've been seeing with our community of families. So, you know, for Blue Studios, we're all about building tools, software, and experiences for families in Web3. And, you know, Web3's tenants are all about community building first. It's not build a product and then find somebody for it. It's really you build a community listen to that community, and then you figure out what is going to be the best utility for them. And, you know, that's exactly what we did with families. We started with our family streaming. So we have like a streaming platform where we have super fun, family-friendly content, Again, that allows families to spend time with each other in a, in a meaningful way. Um, we also launched a family-friendly NFT project, which is something that's typically unheard of in the space when it comes to NFTs. Uh, but it was very successful, uh, and it really has created a bunch of super promoters for us. And we also launched our proof-of-learning experience today, our proof-of-learning experience protocol. We call it polep And um, that's all about allowing families to mint their learning experiences, whether they're online or in real life. And also um, now we're developing a family wallet and a family DAO um, to really reimagine what families can accomplish together. And then on top of that, we have plenty of incentives to align with families. So we do learn to earn, play to earn burn to earn mechanics to really amplify and reach, amplify our reach and also empower our communities. So you have to create, number one, first and foremost is listening. You have to do a lot of listening and hear what people want, um, but also what they need. Sometimes they don't always say what they need, but you can kind of listen in between um, you can kind of read in between the lines. And then also just creating like those incentives and just creating a very safe space for for pe- your community to interact with each other and just be themselves.
0: Perfect. You're making my job easy because I was going to ask you next, what's the elevator pitch of Blue Studios? Yeah. Now, now, now we have the gamut, which is you guys <laughs> basically do everything, which is incredible.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, the key thing is just like, The thing that drives us at Blue Studios is we really believe in the power of families. We think family is our first community and the community that we can do the most with, right? (laughs) And that we can trust the most. And for us, we really believe that families that collaborate in the most transparent manner will be better off than those. And that even for families who don't have the same resources as others, because we all come into this world with different resources, right? Um, even so, we want to make sure that no matter whether you're, you know, middle or, or middle class or you know, completely rich, that you have the tools that you need to work together during the times where families need each other the most. And we're seeing that now with pandemic, inflation, geopolitics. It's like this is a time where families really need to come together. And we just want to make sure they have the tools to do that.
0: I love the mission. Uh, I mean, it seems like it's been, it's been hard for a lot of people. I mean, the pandemic has been crazy. Yeah. We're all locked up. And I mean, more and more our phones are making us like zombies in some sense, because we just keep consuming these, these devices. And it also yeah. makes us like we have our own curated world. So it's like yeah. my phone gets me the rest of the world doesn't and people are like they're they're their location together so they're in the same place but they're Mm -hmm. not really together because they're in their phones and you're using all these new tools and you're you're in the the exact spaces they're already probably partaking in yeah but then bringing them back together
1: exactly exactly no you're you're right and you know we talk to families about these issues every single day um and like you said, ultimately, especially parents, modern parents, they are completely overloaded. And it's really because of, you know, these devices, right? You have <laughs> you have access um, to information all the time. And honestly, you don't really have a chance to turn off work, right? You're usually, um, if somebody emails you on a Saturday, you know, you try to, you know, say like, I'm not going to work this Saturday, but, you know, sometimes you have to. And Um, You know, for particularly millennial parents, you know, they're very conscious parents and they really want to immerse their kids in new experiences, um, but they want to make sure that they're safe, secure, and don't make bad decisions. um, And that they don't expose their kids to things that they're not quite ready for. um, Because, you know, millennials, they grew up on the, you know, the first internet, (laughs) first and second internet. And, you know, we all make mistakes on the internet, right? Even the most savvy of us, (laughs) you know, accidentally click a link or do something or forget, uh, or open up a phishing email. And It's just all about making mistakes less fatal um, and less discouraging for people because you don't want people to make a mistake, kids and families to make mistakes and they feel just like disheartened and they never want to try again. We want them to make mistakes, but them not be fatal.
0: Well said. Mm -hmm. You you touched on it a little bit, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, crypto is hard. There's a lot of things to understand. It's a rabbit hole that that starts small with Bitcoin or something, and then it expands mm-hmm. exponentially so fast. Yeah. You know, Wallets, not your keys, not your coins, all these different things. Yeah. What's a secret key? If I lose it, how do I get it back? Exactly. Like all these things. And you, it sounded like you were very deliberate in how you onboarded, mm-hmm. uh, going from the edutainment space first and then working your way down. I'd love just to explore your thinking a little bit, because that seems like a hard problem as far as pacing, because you're onboarding an audience that has no idea what they're doing yeah so how you ease them in is very critical so i'm I'm just curious about that how that thinking and journey went
1: yeah i mean you know for me um given my background in fintech and working on the consumer card side um you know financial literacy is always a big part of finance when you're talking to customers um so that's something that came very natural to me also because i've been teaching as well (laughs) and so of, I think that providing that content in a safe um, environment is really important for families. Um, but at the same time, one of the, the keys to being onboarded into crypto is to be able to have a community where you can ask questions when they do arise. And that's what I see for people who are most successful in the space is literally they have like a group chat or a community of people that they can always like text or say like, hey, does this look right? Am I thinking about this the right way, etc." By building that content, we were able to build a community of parents around it who can ask each other questions as they arise. And so that is super helpful as they're figuring out and how to navigate the space and, and figuring out at what time do they bring their, their kids into that process as well. So, you know, our design principles are always around safety, security, education, and just taking those few extra steps from a product standpoint to give parents more fail safe so that they have oversight, so that they can match the exposure in digital literacy, which I kind of call like training wheels, right? They can give the right amount of training wheels that they want for their family. And also, let's not forget that plenty of millennials are also... Um, becoming in charge of their parents' finances, and or either they're subsidizing or supporting the financial decisions of their parents who are baby boomers. Um, you know, I read a stat somewhere that over half of parents expect financial assistance from their kids during retirement years. So those baby boomers are expecting <laughs> some some help or some assistance in navigating their retirement. Um, so again, you know, modern parents are stuck in this very unique place of like managing their parents and managing their, you know, wealth management and figuring out what that inheritance planning is going to look like. And they're also managing their kids and trying to set up their future. And so we just want to give them more tools to do it easier and better. Um, you know, me personally, like I'm dealing with that right now with my parents, um, Trying to get them, we've been talking about putting their house into trust, and they're taking forever. And the the legal costs are are enormous um, to do so. But you know, for me, I'm I'm secretly building this for myself <laughs> so that I can just in a few clicks set up some governance. Um, you know, figure out how, between me and my sister how everything's gonna work out. Um, and, you know, I think more for those busy, overwhelmed parents, I think and just millennial children, um, they just really need, uh, that, that, uh, set it and forget it governance so that they can have some peace of mind. Wow. That's huge, huge need. I, I want that right now. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, I, I totally feel that it's one of those weird things too. Like whenever you talk about say like a will, it's such a weird topic Cause yeah. it's like, you're talking about something kind of dark, even though it's also very yeah. practical. Yeah. So, you know, just putting it out in the open and say, these are tools to make it easy. Let's just yep. handle this so we can get back to, you know, if, if, experiencing great moments together and not to worry about what if.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's fantastic. Exactly. And I can get on my soapbox about, you know, having everything on chain and having all that transparency is better than like, you know, trying to store all those documents somewhere, right? It's like who has the documents that say what? what is the latest version? And you know a lot of um you know, a lot of institutions kind of, you know, bank on you not having <laughs> that paperwork together and not knowing what to do in the event that something happens. And so, Again, just want to create a world where just families, no matter what their, the amount of resources that they have can still have that planning in place and have that peace of mind, like you said, so that they can spend those quality moments together and, um, enjoy their families. I I love it. You guys are building a super awesome, uh, I love to get into the technical side a little
0: bit. Are you guys... You've launched on Ethereum and you're currently building on Stacks. Are you guys, what's your guys' chain kind of decision? You guys are, are multi-chain, but how do, you, how do you think about the, the space of blockchains overall?
1: Yeah, I mean, we believe in um, multi-chain, obviously a multi-chain future, um, but, you know, we were really attracted to Stacks ecosystem, particularly for families. And the reason why is, number one, you have a lot of name recognition for Bitcoin, because it's literally the number one across generations. Everybody knows about Bitcoin. The other reason why we really love the Stacks ecosystem is because of the, honestly, because of the people. So the tech is great. But the people are also great, too. So that's a very key part of tech that people don't think about is like, who's in this ecosystem, right? And so we loved how excited and welcoming the Stacks community has been, how they're taking early bets on really passionate people. And that we've been invited with open arms, and so that's where we want to be. We also love how open the space is. We like to be early <laughs> and be in a space where we love how that ecosystem is being built. And also, um, you know, like I mentioned before, every single founder building on Stacks has been super responsive. They're really open to collaboration, and for us, that really meant a lot. You know, when we decided to double down on Stacks, so you know, we're really excited about the future of the Stacks ecosystem and just really grateful that we have an opportunity to be a part of it.
0: That's, that's awesome to hear. Yeah. I, I I tell people all the time, like people come to Stacks for either the Bitcoin yield or something like that, but they stay for the community. Cause like once you you get like 10 or 15 people that you meet and they're all dope, you're like, Oh yeah, this, this, this is my spot. And yeah, You said it it earlier.
1: It says a lot about it that there are so many great people in it.
0: (laughs) Totally. And it it, it struck me when you said earlier talking to parents and trying to like uh give them a space to ask questions in like a safe environment where they're not gonna feel like dumb or ridiculed. Mm -hmm. Uh that's actually a superpower for a community. Like, and it's, and you see other places where they're not like that. They're like, do your, do your own research, you know, figure it out, boomer, whatever it is. Mm, And it's like stacks, (laughs) stacks, people will have their moments, but overall people are very understanding and we're just trying to see everyone win together. So I didn't realize that, but that is like a, it's a, it is a superpower for the community that's attracting the best builders.
1: No, you're right. You're a hundred percent right. It's, it's so
0: true. Very cool okay a couple couple more questions. I'd love to hear now that you're in stacks you're building and you're in the accelerator what's the uh what's the experience been like in the accelerator?
1: Oh man, it's been amazing. Um, you know we've learned so much during this time, and again, people is a theme here. We met a lot of amazing awesome people who are solving some big problems and again who are, are so collaborative. And we also learned a lot from the stacks leadership, um, and it's really helped speed up and increase the trajectory of what we believe we can accomplish through this program. You know, for us, we're a hundred X better <laughs> as a result of our participation in it. Um, so we're we're definitely grateful to be a part of it.
0: Awesome, yeah. Trevor, Trevor and the team are uh, are top tier for sure. I, I love I love interacting with that guy yeah <laughs> uh last question I, I like to end on kind of like a hopeful like moonshot note yes and so i'm, I'm curious in, in five years which is like a thousand in crypto time <laughs> i know we're gonna hop we're gonna hop in the warp drive and we're gonna see where this goes yes but fi- five years from now if you guys just execute perfectly people love what you're building what yes. What does the like ideal future look like for blue studios
1: Oh man, I absolutely love it when people ask me this question. Um, so, if we execute perfectly for the next five years, um, everyone will see a sliver of the larger mission, which is our big moonshot is to build a Web3 Disney meets Web3 JP Morgan. I know that sounds insane. <laughs> I know it's a wildly ambitious goal, um, but, you know, we want to build this to last for the next, you know, 40 years, right, of our lives. And we want parents to have a safe, accessible, and fun, we want it to be fun, on-ramp into Web3. There are more products that we are going to develop down the line, but we will hit our home runs first, um, and then we'll tackle the next ones as we go down the road. In five years, we want families to have a platform where they can work together, where they can reimagine what they can get done together, um, just and all because Blue Studios exists. And if we can do that, we'll be very pleased. Um, but even then, if we accomplish that, job's not finished. <laughs> and we'll keep building and building and continue to add value to our amazing community. So, again, big moonshot, Web3 Disney meets Web3 J.P. Morgan.
0: <laughs> love it. That's that's a perfect mic drop moment right there. Because <laughs> Disney has been such an iconic brand. Yeah, uh, people love their stories. They connect on a deep level. And you're doing that for empowering messages mm-hmm. and taking back financial literacy and all these things and bringing families together. So yeah. that's a that's an amazing, amazing mission statement. Yeah. Uh, any any closing thoughts before before we close down the floor the floor is yours.
1: Yeah. I just want to reiterate that, um, you know, again, in a world of where, you know, every day can seem like a challenge, every day can seem like uncertainty. Um, one of the things I just love being able to do is just provide a safe and secure place for families to like live, grow, and like really work together. I really believe if we help families, um, which again are our first aspect of our community that we can make our broader communities even better. Um, so again, believe in the power family, believe in the power of what families can do and, you know, definitely come into the blue studios community. If you really believe that it's time to redefine what families can do together.
0: Awesome. And next steps for stacks is the demo day next month. Is that right?
1: Yes. Well, in June, which is basically next month, because next week is May. <laughs> yes,
0: and that's, is that is that could be the next the next good place to see what you guys are going to be delivering at least yeah, on stacks.
1: and definitely follow us. Um, you can follow me um, at Mrs. Kelly K E L L E Y O H H, um, and you can follow Blue Studios at Blue Studios with a S studios uh, NFT. And we are releasing things all the time. <laughs> we're releasing again today our proof of learning experience protocol, um, which allows folks to submit on chain um, learning experiences, which is super fun. And we're, we continue to launch new partnerships new products. So we're a team that ships fast <laughs> and likes to make a lot of cool things uh, for our community.
0: And they've been doing some super fire Twitter Spaces too, so recommend yeah. those. Uh, yes,
1: yes, we do. We do a weekly NFTs for Good. Um, it started out as the NFTs for Good, but now it's been broader Web3 crypto. And just like you wanted to just share more about like the builders in the space, not necessarily you know some of the sometimes with crypto Web3 you know, bad news travels fast and good news doesn't travel <laughs> as fast. And I wanted to make a place where we can talk about the builders, h- hear their stories and, you know, kind of dig deep into, you know, why they're doing this and why they're basically dedicated their time 24 seven to building this new internet. And it's, it's been great. I've been meeting lots, tons of cool people just like you.
0: <laughs> I, I was just going to say like t- to close it out, uh um... You know, you, there's so much that's going on in Stacks, so much in crypto, it's hard to keep track of it all. And even when you go to someone's site, like, you know, you go to Blue Studios, super Mm -hmm. polished site, looks amazing. Thank you. Like the... The messaging, great. I'm already like pretty much bought in. But after this, (laughs) we were talking for 30 minutes and I'm like extremely hyped for the future. What you guys are building is super awesome. So I know people are going to love this. But yeah, I just want to say thank you for for building Kelly. I appreciate you. And thank you for coming on the podcast.
1: Uh, Thank you for having me. It's it's great to kind of slow down and just, you know, talk about what we're doing. Uh, Like you said, sometimes you're just moving so fast. (laughs) You don't have time to just sit and be like, Hey, this is why we're doing what we're doing, and and dig into the um, you know, the deeper reasons, right?
0: Totally. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the description will have all the goodies, people. To mm-hmm. follow Kelly, follow Blue Studios. Mm-hmm. But yeah, thank you, and I'll see you at the demo day for sure. I'm, I'm gonna be
1: watching. Awesome! Can't wait.
0: <laughs> all right, have a good one.
1: All right, you too.
0: Welcome to Built on Bitcoin.
1: I know the things don't always go your way, but I'll be right. Yeah, waiting. i waiting now. I've been trying to figure out a way to make it out. Make it out, cause I don't think about everything going wrong.